and welcome to another episode of Nola Time. My name is Obed Villas, and with me is the most interesting man in the world, Joel Young. What's good, no low time? Obed, pleasure to be with you, man. How are you doing? I saw your face of relief <laughs> that I didn't go with the <laughs> with an alternate nickname for you, sir. And, the, and another universe that <laughs> and was the intro. In another universe that would have been that would have been the intro, but you know, I I, I had mercy on you. <laughs> oh, oh man, good times. How, how are you, dude? Man, I'm doing great. Uh, life has been busy, as as we say a lot here on the show, but truly has been really busy. As you may notice, some of you watching, uh, I'm in a new environment. Uh, this is uh, going to be my new space here for the show. So uh, it's been keeping me busy getting this space set up. It is very empty, as you can see. You can probably hear it in the audio, too. But uh, yeah, Spider-Man's still here. So <laughs> that, he's... He's been since episode one, so we're going to keep him around as long as we can. Right, right, right. Yes, Piety. There, there's a few things that are floating around that are since episode one. It's like on yes, your man. end and, and my end, too. Like, it's like back here on the in my shelf, there's stuff that's been there since like the first episode. So oh, that's cool, man. For yeah, sure, my, sure. my shelf's changed a little bit throughout the, throughout the years. I, I got it to where it's mostly how I like it. But, you know. Your setup is awesome. It could always change. Thanks, man. I try. I try to keep it clean. Keep, keep it. You simple. got the analog set up behind you, like the oh, yeah, yeah, little yeah, TV. Yeah, like, come on, like that's... Oh, CRT. Yeah, man. This yeah, we so... we actually fired it up uh, over the weekend. Uh, oh, this oh, past, cool. was it this past weekend or one of this week? And it was it was not past weekend. It was the weekend before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. My daughter wanted to play uh, the OG uh, Super Mario Brothers. So wow. Um, so she wanted to actually like try it for real and compare it to, um, to Mario Maker. So because that that's her her point of reference for that game is Mario Maker, wow. right? But when yeah. she started playing it, I was like, oh, this is like weird and stiff. I was like, yeah, I told you this is, it's it, it's it's rough, right? It's like it didn't get good until Mario Two. Like Mario Two was definitely a lot more flexible, and Mario Three, of course, one of the greatest games of all time. So. Um, yeah, no, we, we fired it up from time to time. It's been off for a while, though, but um, I don't know if I mentioned we went to Cybertron a few weeks ago, but they didn't have anything that I uh, really wanted to get immediately. Um, they did have two copies, Joel, of freaking uh, Panzer Dragoon Saga for the Saturn. Wow. Like one was like 950, the other one was like 1100, so... The holy grail of Saturn games right there. They had a couple of them. Uh, trust me, if I would have the resources and would still have my Saturn, for sure, man. But, yeah, um, pretty good stuff. Uh, I've been wanting to go back to uh, uh, GamerSync, see what they got. I know that they, they kind of read their store a little bit, but... Um, you know, want to see what they got, but yeah, man, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for you, dude. Thanks, new, man. Thank new you. space, and you gotta make it your own, right? And, and yes, go, and go crazy. So it's a little better now, but like, I, I know that next week is gonna look different. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It only gets better from here. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna, it's gonna go up from here. Um, man, no much on my end. I, I was able to catch uh, another episode of Echo, and again, I, I still think it's good. You know, I got an episode, one episode left, so uh, I'll I'll probably do that sometime soon, and then we can 
talk about it, right? And then grab the first episode of Bad Batch. I know that you said you watched all three, right? Yes, and you sir. said that that last, last episode is nuts. I don't want to hear anything else. But that first episode, dude, um, a, a very different in tone. It was very sad, like a very, very somber. Um, I, I, I really liked it because it was, it was a different vibe. For It was more Andor-ish than, yes. than anything else. Yeah, Very Andor-ish because of the whole just, you know, the prison-ish. We'll talk about spoilers for the first episode only, guys, right. here of Bad Batch Season 3. But, like, the whole thing with Omega following a routine day after day you see that time has gone on she's getting older even in this you can right. tell you can, you can tell uh, at how, least a couple of months passed yeah absolutely time time has gone on outside of her being there and she never gives up hope that she will get free and she will turn crosshair being denied day after day no this is not going to change no this is just how it is accept this take care of yourself all these things these words that are being said and she still never changes her resolve. Right. It's very Star Wars. Like that is, yeah. you think about like the whole point of just even the very first Star Wars film itself, A New Hope. You know, it's it's based upon literally like hope in light of all the things that are going on around you. When it makes no sense that there's an entire empire in front of you and there's no signs of Hunter and Wrecker being there to get her out. There's no signs of anything changing. There's nothing that has been done to, to make you hold on to anything other than just inward yourself. And um, I, I'm not spoil I'm not going to spoil anything, but like there's, they take a long time building this up and it makes it more profound what you see as it goes on, as you get to that episode two and then episode three, because episode two, I'm not, I'm not spoiling anything, but that one just focuses primarily on, you see where Omega is, you'll see where Hunter Wrecker are and there. Um, pure desire of they will do whatever it takes to get Omega back. Right. But uh, yeah, when you get to all that, I think it's like a, that great setup for the payoff that you get later on. Cool. Um, every little thing comes back to, to to help, and every little thing comes back to to make sense. And like that's just good writing. That's not wasting anybody's time. It can seem slow, and that probably is the slowest episode out of the three that we've gone from launch. Um, but it's building by, up. It's building up. It's building like up. Like and, and it does a really good work. job. Yeah, it does a really yeah. good job at it. Right. It's like, and not only um, in her in the process, uh, she's trying to turn uh, Crosshair's back. Right. Um, right. She, uh, you know, inadvertently turning the assistant scientist on her on her side. So Nala, yeah, yeah, Emery Nala say right. is already looking out for her. Uh, it's good stuff in that and that uh, that timing. Now. Um, Obed, and this is not spoiling anything later on, I can say this for certain, right. but obviously you heard Nala say saying in that first episode, and they're looking for the M count. Right. Yeah. Midichlorians. So yeah. What's your, what's it's, your theory? It's midichlorians. It's, you know, it it's, it's definitely midichlorians. Yeah. But what do you think they're, what do you think is the, uh, it's, the, 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 they're trying to clone? It's what are Grogu. They? Like they're, they're, they're getting Grogu so they can clone the emperor so they can, so the emperor can have a body with force abilities, right? So because you could, because but why, but why specifically Omega's blood is the thing that like she keeps keeping as well. Who? Uh, no, I'll say no, uh, she's been discarding it every maybe, time. Why, maybe she what, knows. What's, maybe what's she knows that. Maybe, yeah, maybe she knows that she's. I mean, she could be force sensitive, right? We haven't seen a. We haven't seen it pop no. up, right? But. There, we also hadn't seen a female clone 
right. until her, and then Emery saying that she's also, you know, exactly one of her sisters in essence, and yeah, so yeah, it could it could be it could be that's her, right? I I still think that, um, you know, at some point the Empire had Grogu, um, and then and then they lost him, and then they got him back for a little bit, and they lost him again, right? <laughs> so, um. Uh, This could bridge into like the Mandoverse uh, very well. Like we, I, I want to, I want to know exactly where in time this takes place because it seems like we're still like kind of in between. Like uh, I want to say, like four or five years after Order sixty six, right? So, but but I'm curious to see exactly where we're where we're at. Because they they haven't really specified, right? They really didn't say how how long was Omega out with you know this guys doing the doing the you know the bounty hunter thing or whatever. So right. that some clarity in that would be awesome, right? But yeah, they're like they they they're totally what they're trying to do is clone Palpy, right? And the Palpy clones that are coming out, they're not uh, for sensitives, which is probably what. Palpatine's like son, right? Like Ray's dad, right? Right. So that's why I'm thinking is Omega like somehow related to Ray? Is that why? I, I don't know. Like I don't want to read too far and make too many theories, but like I could see it. Yeah. Yeah, I I could too. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely gonna keep watching. So yeah, Joe. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know what is up. With Madame Webb, sir. Sir. <laughs> I see your face I, now. <laughs> I, I, I had to see it. <laughs> okay, uh, go you can uh, uh, like like straight up, you can you can go crazy, you can go I don't I don't care. You don't you, and I'll say you shouldn't because <laughs> this connects to nothing. <laughs> this connects okay. to absolutely nothing. But, but we're you still gonna give tell... you guys a, a spoiler alert, right? But yeah. Joe's gonna go ham here on this thing. I'm going to tell you everything about Madame Webb and what's, what's going on here. Yeah, that movie has absolutely no purpose. Uh, there is there is no reason why you should be concerned about staying away from spoilers for it. <laughs> like I'm telling you right now, don't don't spend your money. Don't don't spend your time. Uh, oh, if, it, if it, when it goes on Netflix, you can probably watch it there. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it then or either, but if you're really interested, you could. It's like Morbius. Like I don't know if you ever checked out Morbius, Obed. I know it's on Netflix. Don't do it. Yeah, like, you no, don't, you don't no reason. Don't don't watch it. Don't do it. <laughs> this is slightly better than Morbius, but that's not saying much. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So so with this one, you know, you you there's a lot of stuff that's in the trailers that don't make it to the movie, and stuff that you think that's going to be the movie's going to be longer. For an example, you probably thought that you were going to get a full sequence of the Spider Women. Essentially, you don't. You have a maybe two minutes max of seeing them in the suits um, the, out of the whole film. Um, you there, there, There's not much of an action sequences for an action film at all. Uh, there's So the main vi- villain, right, his name is Ezekiel, uh, and <laughs> he uh, has this monkey spider-like abilities from this hidden tribe, basically like in the Amazons in Peru, that he, because he was hunting for this specific spider with Madame Webb's mother, Madame Webb's mother hires him to be her bodyguard okay. for while she's out in the Amazons to find this thing. And the moment that she finds the spider, 
he flips a switch, shoots everybody dead, including the mother, to take the spider because, is it quote unquote, I came from nothing and I'm not going back to nothing. There, that is his entire premise for the whole film. You never see if he, you know, was poor and some colonizers took over his <laughs> like. You don't know, like, you know, was this guy terrorized? Was his parents killed? Like, you know, did, did he have something happen with an inheritance? Like, there is nothing. <laughs> did he get a PS One? Did he get a PS One? You know, did he get, <laughs> to get the Series S and he thought he was getting the X? I don't know, but he, like, he, he said, he says that he came from nothing and he's not going back. He actually repeats the line. I want to say at least two more times in the movie, uh, as that is his whole reasoning why he has to have power um, and why he's a bad person. So we don't really understand his motivations at all. Um, so he kills, uh, you know, Madame's mother is pregnant, and then the monkey spider people. I'm not. I'm telling you, like this is literally who these people are. I don't understand them. Just like somehow grab the mother. Do some type of voodoo water thing and like and like make a spider bite her. The baby's born, the mother dies, but the spider abilities pass through her to the daughter, and now that's why oh, she so, has her clairvoyance. So she's, so she's just blade, like spider blade. Basically. Okay. Basically. It's dumb. Um it's so <laughs> it's so cringe, so bad. Um and then the the the, the tribal leader of the monkey spider people is like she will come back to find answers and I will be here when she does. <laughs> That's it. And 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 look, as the time goes on, you just get a complete time jump. She's a woman in her early 30s now who's in a, the, working with Ben. Uh, obviously, we all know Uncle Ben, right? And um, my gosh, like it just continues on and on about her just being this completely loner, not a very nice person who just so happens to, out of the blue, have these visions, essentially, where she can all of a sudden see the future. It's after she falls into the water, like she's going to die, that triggers it because she's working a job. And then from there, she just keeps having these visions. Like, that's it. <laughs> and it's like live, die, repeat. Like, she sees people, you're going to die. Oh, yes. No, no, I'm not. No. Then they die. And it's like, it's so... Um, boring, it's tiresome. She somehow bumps into all of these girls because one lives in her apartment. The other girl flicks her off because she was on a skateboard while she's trying to drive someone to the hospital in an ambulance. And then the other girl is the person who is in the ambulance stepdaughter who is kind of disowned or something. And it just, it's like all these characters have absolutely no reason to, to get together. But for some reason in the future, Ezekiel has also the abilities to keep having these nightmares and dreams of the future where he sees these women killing him every night. Like that in the future, that's going to happen. <sighs> okay. <laughs> you understand? Like, I'm tr I'm trying to make this even sound remotely interesting. It, people it are probably yeah. checking out and saying, I have no care. But yeah, like from there, man, like, you know, when she finally starts to see like, oh, these girls are in trouble and because he tries to it's 2003 by the way all this is happening in yeah it's early 2000s right yeah there, right. there was speculation that it was early that, that it was late 90s but then yeah it's yeah. confirmed 2003 because that they show it right across the screen the screen that the year it is and like you know these girls uh, all get together at that time and this guy somehow 
gets a, gets like seduces an NSA agent and then like poisons her, has his poison ability. I don't know how he has his poison ability at all, but grabs her and poisons her to get her NSA passcodes. Works with some other hacker lady. <laughs> he just keeps getting his kid keeps getting powers out of nowhere. Like, oh, yeah, I can do it. You don't know why he's a bad person except that he came from nothing. You know, we know, like he has these poison abilities. And then like he has access now to these NSA cameras with flat screens. It's 2003, bro, with like flat screens and like cell phone technology to be able to track people's faces, to be able to find where these girls are. And I'm like, this doesn't exist. Doesn't ex this wasn't a thing then. Like, really. what are we? It's yeah. not consistent. It wasn't that same then. Right. Um, I, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not that, that young. I was around then. Uh, so like, I know what was going on. Then. So, um, yeah, like as you get towards the end and they all come together and they have their abilities and the way everything comes through, like almost like a Bollywood type film ending of if you, the way that the action comes together where people are, are, are falling for like a long period of time and oh. they, they're dead. <laughs> okay, I'm, okay, I'm okay, serious, okay. dude. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. It gets so and so much more ridiculous as, as time goes on, but there's one saving grace with this movie. It's not even a saving grace. One thing that was on, huh, that's cool. Okay. At the very end, she loses her sight. <laughs> Oh, and she, she becomes ends up in a wheelchair. She becomes Madame Webb for real seas then. For real, because real, yeah. and she has the little the little electrical chair with her with her black glasses, and she's like, "Bless you, why? I knew you were gonna sneeze." Yeah, it's like I'm serious. Okay, all the cliches on it. Um, yeah, I, I I will say this movie. Um, they they probably thought they had a winner with it, but what they have to understand is you can't just make a movie just thinking and expecting it to do good because you have characters that are part of the Spider-Man universe or because people love Spider-Man so right. much. And even if Spider-Man was in this movie, which he's not, there's nothing about, aside, well, excuse me, aside from him being born as a baby, you have Peter Parker being born, that they save Peter Parker from being born. That's a whole other, I won't go into that. Right. But, okay. but like outside of that, even if Peter <laughs> Parker was in this movie, it wouldn't have saved it. Because there, there's absolutely nothing else special. There's no post-credit scenes. There's nothing uh, outside of this, uh, this story that I, I can't describe all the details in between because it just didn't make sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I heard that. <laughs> I just wanted to. Hear, I just wanted to hear your impressions. <laughs> That's my rant. Um, it's, it's just not good. I'm gonna clip it. Just to put it out there, just so people Please know. Do. But yeah, yeah. Um, I, I heard it's I heard it's real bad. I have zero interest in in watching this. Um, yeah. I like this was one of the whys, right? It's like we we when they announced this movie, we we said why because we we don't we don't need this. Um, yeah, like I have zero expectations for Craven now. I have to see that too, and now I'm like, ooh, I, you know, I wasn't looking forward to that much either. Too. Right, we're in the same boat, but right. I gotta see it too. It's Spider-Man universe. See, at but... least like, like with Madame Web, like visually, right? The trailer made it visually interesting, but yeah, uh, you kind of know, you kind of knew that it was not great. Um, but I like Craven. I think the trailer was pretty good. I like that trailer, so I don't know. I... <laughs> I, I agree. I don't think I don't think the trailer, to me the trailer didn't look good, but it looked more interesting for me at least. But yeah. yeah, I mean, we'll see. It could be could be a surprise. Yeah, I mean, Venom Venom surprised me. I didn't think that was gonna be any good. 
And I actually think Venom's quite quite interesting. I'd rather watch both movies again. Yeah, no, I I agree. Uh, well, I guess I guess you know, in in related news, uh, we can we can start rolling through. Let's go. Um, so Disney decided that they are no longer going to make uh, Blu-rays or or physical media, and they are outsourcing their. Uh, DVD slash Blu-ray business to Sony. So Sony will be manufacturing the Disney DVDs and Blu-rays um, that they don't really say specifically when they're taking over as far as I know, right? But the, the deal's made. Um, Sony's taking over. I, I'm not going to play a, a Disney What Are You Doing? Because I think this is actually a smart-ish move on their behalf, and I'm going to sure. tell you why. Um, as as the business rolls down, right, as, as sales for physical media slow down, which they are, again, they could pick up again based on, you know, information, numbers that are out there, right? Like, we, we were seeing it in music where physical media has made a resurgence, um, some people are expecting movies to make sort of like that same uh, resurgence. And, and we've seen it in gaming, too, where a lot of people now are saying, hey, I'm just going to buy my game because my physical game. Although, like on Xbox, you buy your game and, and you still got to download the game. Like they just sell you yeah. blank disc, basically, with a license file. So... um. I think it's it's smart in Disney's behalf because the, you you don't have to worry about the manufacturing of this discs anymore, right? And right. I think you're handling to a much better manufacturer of discs. Um, Disney Blu-rays specifically. Uh, well, I want to say the Blu-rays and the 4K Blu-rays, like any any anything Blu-ray that Disney's done, has not been great. Um. I don't. I don't recall a standout Blu-ray. Like, oh, you gotta buy this Disney Blu-ray because this is the one that's gonna blow your socks off, right? Um, I've said it. I think I've mentioned. I mentioned it on the podcast before, and I, and I've talked to you about it. I've had Disney Blu-rays that have come out defective. I have to go back to the store and get them replaced. Yeah. Um, I can't return it because they won't give me my money back, right? Because it's physical media but I can exchange it for the same title if that's the case. So I've had two instances at least that I've had to take a Disney movie back to the store because it's defective, starts skipping, what sounds bad, whatever, right? Um, Sony, on the other hand, right? They, they make crash movies like Madame Web, but, they're, but their manufacturing of uh, physical yes. media is on point. Yes, and they do. They they they're very high quality. Uh, the Spider Man movies, the are, are uh, the. And when I'm talking about the Spider Man movies, I'm talking the about like Spider Verse are incredible on Blu-ray, and the uh, the MCU uh, Spider Man movies are great. Uh, those are done by Sony. Um, yeah. Going back to like even back to the beginning, like. Casino Royale, like that was a like that's like an OG Blu-ray disc that I still have, and it still looks and sounds phenomenal. So, I I think this is the right move. Um, they there there's no like real details about 
this, but I think it's a big deal. I think it's a good change. What do you think? Yeah, I, I'm hyped for this. I think, first of all, my thought was, I, I we, we know signs of the times, like physical media, unfortunately, is going away. Um, you know, even though I'm someone who holds on to it, like we know it's not really going to last that long. So at least they didn't just kill it. They're just outsourcing it, really. Right. Um, but we can still read the writing on the wall. Like eventually they'll just completely stop manufacturing all in all, um, even outsource. And like, let's face it, like Disney Plus has been the place for most people to expect to get all of their Disney movies. It's been the place where whether it's the Marvels or Elementals or like any of the new Disney films that come out, like Wish now is going to be able to look forward to that on there. Like that's been the, the home of, of Disney movies. And they don't really tend to treat it as a place where they remove films, at least yet. I know that there have been some things removed from Disney Plus. Yeah. But for the most part, from their film side, they tend to leave everything on there, which is pretty huge. Like Netflix is big on like removing stuff, even some They got original. contracts, so they gotta they gotta move stuff around, yeah. Right. Like Disney's pretty good about keeping all their stuff on on Disney Plus. Yeah. Now with Sony making and putting out stuff, like you said it, they're known for just having absolute success in like their hardware and just and their any of their their tech just as a whole. Like even their films, I've joked. I'm like, if a, a, the Sony a Sony film, it might be bad, but it's gonna look darn good. Right. Like that's there's no way around. Like you know, Uncharted the movie wasn't that great, but it looked real. It good. looks and it sounds really you know? good. Yep. Sounds like they're they're not gonna mess that up. Um, I would say the same thing about Madame Web. Like, you didn't hear me complaining that it looked bad. You know, most of the complaints even online is isn't that it actually looks bad. It's just you know, wooden uh, scripts and stuff like that, right? Um, but, like, I would like to see them re-release, and you and I talked about this before, some other films that have already been released by them. Like, and, like, be making it, like, a clear thing. Like, hey, we're going to have a 4K version of this or a re-release of this film that... You know, it, it is is really uh, a visual spectacle. Thinking like right. Star Wars films. Um, for me, I think of films like Avatar. Like if you said like, oh, we're gonna re-release Avatar. Like, oh, know, the on, OG, on yeah, the first one, the yeah, OG, yeah, yeah, like in 4K or something like that. <laughs> right, that could be huge. Um, because you know that it's it's gonna probably well, whatever the next Avatar is is gonna come out, and it's like they may not re-release it, right? But whatever the sure. next one is, yeah, it may, um, it may it may sure be on this thing, um. Yeah, and, and then, you know, I, I do, and I told you, it's like, oh, dude, if they do Star Wars, I'll buy it. Because I've been really hesitant on buying those 4K Star Wars movies. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's just because of Disney's, like, subpar quality and when it comes to DVDs. <laughs> so, yeah, it's very strange. Like, even even back in the day, like, when the, when the Star Wars trilogy came out on, on DVD, that was, that was iffy. That was Fox back then, but... yeah. But it was still iffy. But when the Blu-rays came out, the Blu-rays were were pretty good. So, um, yeah, it's very interesting. Very very interesting bit of news. Um, I think I think that there there's a possibility that we'll see a resurgence with movies, and it's probably due to there's just too many streaming services. Um. On-demand quality is not great. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people invested on home theaters during lockdown. So to take advantage, full advantage of those home theaters, you you got to have your discs, yeah. right? Even if you don't have a standalone player, 
you know, playing it on a PS5 or an Xbox, that's, you know, yeah. that's still, that's still better than just streaming the movie. So totally. I, I, I could see, I could see this being a, a sort of a resurgence um, with, with gaming. It's a little bit tougher, right? Um, because of movies just being what they are and they are in the disc and, you know, just play them that it is what it is. Right. But with, gaming when you have so many moving parts and updates and patches and, uh, and add-ons and all this right it's it's a lot more involved so i don't see this type of resurgence being necessarily applicable to gaming but at least to movies i do see where where this could take off um yeah yeah and and when you go talk to like we'll go back to uh, going back to music, right? It's like, it's like, the, like CD sales are up. It's weird. Like, like even CDs are coming back. And it's like, it's not even like you know, uh, hipsters buying bi vinyl anymore. It's like no. even CDs are 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 getting back. So the Y two K, like even just style and some of that stuff, is also coming back too. So that probably that probably helps. I mean, yeah. You see, you see uh, the youth walk around with wired headphones. It's like, hey, look right, at that. Walkmans, and dude, one yep. of, one of these days I'm gonna show up to the office with my disc man. It's like <laughs> I still have it. That's awesome, <laughs> dude. It's like it's funny because my my wife was cleaning um her drawer in uh, in in the like her trash drawer. Like we all we all have a trash drawer, right? So I cleaned mine a few weeks ago. It's just like I should do that too. So last weekend she cleaned it and she comes over and was like, oh look what I found, um and it was a Sony. Uh, MP3 player, uh, Walkman. Wow. Yeah, from back in the day. So those things were really good. Like they still they still sell those. Like the Sony still makes the Walkman. They're like a thousand dollars, dude, because they <laughs> they're like uncompressed audio and and all this stuff, and they run Android. So you know, Apple they don't make their iPod anymore. So they you know they basically own the market now <laughs> when it comes to MP3. You see it like freaking Kojima. Post totally. like pictures from his Walkman. He doesn't use his phone for for music. Look, he's a, he's a music snob. So every time he posts a picture of I'm listening to this, it's his Walkman. So it's crazy. Uh, yeah, man, it's a uh, it's it's an interesting time. So we'll we'll see. There's really no details, but if anything comes out, we'll uh, surely update. And when it comes to updates, Joe, there is a tentative release. For Star Wars, the Acolyte. Uh, rumor is that the show is going to be released on June fifth of this year. Um, I'm I'm still the I'm still not gonna watch it. So you tell me how that goes, man. Yep, three episode rule. I'll stick to it. This is if I don't finish this show, this will be the first time that there is a Star Wars show that I never finished. Um, I'm talking even animated. I mean. The Star Wars, uh, that that resisted show that was on like Disney Plus for like two seasons and like, you know, stuff like that. Like Lego Star Wars, dude. I watch all of it. All of it. If that show is is that bad, um, I will do it. And and yeah. and right now, everything on paper says it's either gonna be really great or really bad. Right. But uh it's weird. We'll find out. We'll f June fifth is is soon enough this summer. Um right. and I don't know how many. Have you heard how many episodes it is? Uh, let me see if there's anything on this I article. I can't imagine it's um, more than eight. 
Which, if it's let's just say it's six, let's just say then my three episodes would be I'd see at least right. half of the season to build it's, the direction. Yeah, it's probably it's probably six, but they don't. It's not specified. Nielsen. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and and you know, if you if you haven't been following, this is the reason that I'm not following that I'm not watching this show is that you you gotta you gotta show more respect for source material and the people that worked on the originals, right? Is I I feel like this is a project that, given the direction that Disney is going to right now, that this wouldn't have been like if it were today, this wouldn't have been greenlit, in my opinion. I don't think this would this yeah, would happen. The executives today, right? Uh, back then, when the choices were made that this thing was going to happen. Uh, Sure, but yeah, like right now, I it's it's still it's still very strange. Like I, I I still like I'm still like baffled. <laughs> I was like, why? Like some of the choices that that were made, you know, back when all of this stuff started getting made and and pitched and all that. I I just don't don't understand but i I mean i guess we'll we'll see i don't want to be i don't want to be that guy right it's like i want to give everything it's due it's due respect but at the same time right it's like and i've been i'm I'm on it's like i love andor i love i i you know what and even i could watch episode nine and still have a good time it's like because i'm I'm like i'm not i love star i love star wars star wars again my Mm -hmm. number one thing but i'm not gonna be a baby about it but you know when it comes to this thing right i don't know i i have a bad feeling about this <laughs> i it's so straight that's the exact perfect line because that's the same way i feel like yeah. everything in me tells me like have such low expectations yeah um and the timing like the timeline they're going for that kind of old high republic time like could be super awesome. Right, right, right. Uh, there are going to be these Wookiees and so many Jedi. And then, you know, potentially, like, really a show that focuses more on the Sith and, like, how the the power of the Sith and, and their rise and all this stuff. It sounds like this could be a really incredible different perspective type of show and maybe even start getting into the rule of two a little bit and stuff like that. But everything that has been spoken... Sounds like anything that we have that we love about Star Wars, throw it out, and they're just trying to do something completely new. And I love new, but I love new that 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 still says like, hey, you love this thing. We're gonna like how Bad Batch. I've been telling the people watching that when you watch, and I we haven't finished the season. We're only three episodes been released, but I'm like, how hard is it to make content like this? That's just keeping a simple, like giving us a good time. That simply, it feels like Star Wars. It looks like Star Wars. It walks like Star Wars. It is Star Wars, without trying to like push everything under the sun, just to 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 make you feel like you know you you've done something special. Uh, anything other than give us like a legitimate story right. that people actually connect to and find to be profound and, and and truly have deep meaning like there's deep meaning in some of these things that star wars has done in the past things yeah. like hope and redemption and, and and just things like that that are just consistent themes i don't expect any of that in the acolyte maybe we'll get it we'll see i, yeah. I will give it a chance i will give it a chance yeah um, you tell me how it is 
Like if it, yeah, if it, if you. you if you come back and tell and tell me, dude, this thing's gonna like no lie, so blow your socks off. I'll, I'll give it a chance. Yeah. Right. I'll I'll do that. I'm bad enough to admit it. Right. Oh, for sure. You're uh, but not like, like that. But I'm yeah. not. I'm not gonna go out of my. I was like, I'm not gonna be like refreshing Disney Plus at nine o'clock, uh, <laughs> the day that they drop the 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 video just to watch it. Right. Yeah. Like I did with Ahsoka because I did that with Ahsoka. Right. Oh, oh! I but, was every night. Yeah. I loved that. <laughs> I, I can't wait for something like that again. Right. right. Or it's like a this premiere is, night. Right. But this one is like you know I'll, I'll wait for you to tell me about it, um, on on the on the podcast, and then we'll 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 go from there. But for sure, you know, if it's if it's good, I'll I'll give it a chance. But you know, if if I don't if I don't see that it's if I don't hear anything or if I hear people saying, I was like, oh, yeah, they desecrated Star Wars. Which I'm sure that there's people going to be saying that even if they don't. But, you know, if you tell me it's like, dude, like they messed so much with the lore that you're not going to like it, then then I'm fine. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, well I guess yeah, we'll see. We'll time, see. time will tell. Um, I guess keeping it with Star Wars, Joe, uh, Nintendo had a Nintendo Direct. Uh, more of a, a partner uh, showcase, and uh, they announced one of uh, one of the uh, best games ever coming out for. Uh, it's actually coming out for for everything, not just Switch, uh, but the Star Wars Battlefront Classic Collections coming out uh, on uh, March fourteenth, and that includes Battlefront one and two. Uh, when we're talking about the PlayStation two era. Battlefront games. Are you excited, sir? They're keeping multiplayer in. Yeah, I, I'm so happy that they're keeping multiplayer in. Like that, this is one of those ones that I would play and just stream on the Nolo Time Twitch just for a good time. Like this is one of those ones I think we should do it. Yeah. This is to me, this is a Switch game. Yeah, oh because sure. this is this I mean it's a it's an older game. It it probably lends itself better to be like a portable game uh, at this at this point in time, right? Yeah. So I, I think this would be a, a really good Switch game. You can just, sure. you know, grab and play. It's, it's got multiplayer. You know, the multiplayer on this game was iffy. I actually played it uh, back at the PS2 days. Um, it's, it's a little all over the place, and it was super laggy back then, right? So, you know, I'm not entirely sure how this, it worked, uh, but we'll, we'll see. But even if you play like Battlefront Two just to do the missions on like a Switch, dude, freaking great, man! Oh, for sure, These games are real good. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy that these games are coming out. Um, keeps them keeps them alive, like because people could like just have these memories of them, and then they don't get a chance to to play it on next gen, so they just remember what it was and like. You're keeping like old content alive and like preserving its history legacy. I love that. Yeah. Yep. And then the other game that they showed up that this this one actually took me by surprise. Um, they're uh, doing a remake of Epic Mickey. Did you ever play Epic Mickey in the Wii days? No, that was one of those ones I always wanted to, but I never had a Wii. So yeah, same. Yeah. Same. So yeah, um, Epic Mickey Rebrushed uh, is coming out. Uh, full price game, so they're they're actually, um, you know, coming out and saying they. I don't think it has a date, as far as I know, uh, but I know that it's up for pre order. But it's a sixty dollar game, uh, so Oof. yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a hard sell, but I heard the game is really good. So 
Uh, not a lot of play. I don't think that a lot of people actually played this game. Yeah. Um, uh, actually, you know what? Probably the first one, yes. The second one, probably not. Because then after that, they wanted to make a third one. It never happened. And, and then they closed <laughs> the studio down. Like, like Disney back in the day closing all these gaming studios. But um, yeah, this was an interesting one. And uh, yeah, it look and it looks good. You know, I'm I'm you know I'm I'm good with this uh, this game getting a a, a remake or you know it, it it definitely looks better than the the than the Wii version. It, it does look like a remake, not yeah. not just a a remaster. Um, that was probably the other like big thing of note um, that they showed uh, at that showcase, but. Uh, other than Shin Megami Tensei Five Vengeance, uh, which is basically kind of like the royal version of um, of that game, and yeah, I mean it, it was a, a you know cool little showcase, not nothing too crazy. Uh, I wasn't expecting too much, um, so I guess I guess it was on par. And um, but now, Joe, mystery solved, because we finally know. Because it was announced, uh, well, two of them were announced on the Switch showcase, but an hour later, everything was confirmed. So the they finally confirmed what the four Xbox games that are coming out on other consoles are. So uh, during the uh, Nintendo showcase, they showed uh, Grounded and Pentiment are coming out for the Switch. And then they announced Hi-Fi Rush. And Sea of Thieves coming out for PS5. So Hi-Fi Rush coming out March 19th. And then um, Sea of Thieves comes out in May, if I'm not wrong. Let me double check. Uh, I think I saw May somewhere. I don't see it in, in my article here. Um, but I... I do know that, uh, you know, and they also come from that Pentiment and Grounded are also coming out on on PlayStation. So there there you have it. Um, buying high, high, I'm a man of my word. I'm buying Hi-Fi Rush. They won. Comes out, there I'm going to buy it. Yeah, I, I may even pre-order because there's a discount right now for uh, PS Plus. So I think that, you know, I, so this shows how accurate those rumors were and they totally. must have backtracked on starfield and um and indie indie they must have back they either backtracked or they're not giving you the whole story i don't i don't think indiana jones will forever be exclusive okay it, that's gonna change i think okay yeah because the 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 like the the, the rumors were on point on this one it's like sure it's sure. four games coming out these are the games and they did the the thing last week. They did, they didn't say anything, and then here's the games, right? So right. the rumors were correct. So that means that at some point it was discussed internally, at least that correct. those games are coming out for PS5. So that may still be the case. It may not be immediately, right? It may not happen right now. True. But who knows? Like Summer Games Fest comes around, and I was like, "Hey, by the way, I think indie, like you said, I don't. I think indie may be like a year or something." Yeah, yeah, I could see it being like like the Spider Man treatment, where like you give it a little time, and then it's coming to PC, and like I think they'll do the same thing, but it will go to PS Five. I don't think that that game won't be on on 
another next gen. Like it, they could make so much money from it. It's just a financial decision. Like you're losing money by keeping it as an exclusive. Unfortunately, right. um, yeah, there's no way around. I, I I see for the time being. I think it's actually smart that at launch games like that they keep it as an exclusive. I I think that's that's fine. Yep. But but give it a year, like you said. Yeah, I don't know. Do you see Phil saying that? today that he wants call of duty on game pass like day one. Oh, i didn't see that yeah so that's a that's a big deal yeah, they do they do call of duty on game pass uh that's that's a big deal especially for pc i think more more for i know that call of duty has a big following on xbox right but but if you if you have a decent pc that can run call of duty right and you have game pass i think i that's a that's a big deal there but totally it's like I, I know they're kind of desperate to get more people into Game Pass, but is that a right move, right? Are you yeah. you're you're cutting like 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 Call of Duty is usually like the highest selling game of the year when it comes out. Yeah. And you're gonna undercut. Like this is not free, bro. No, no. Like Game Pass like like Game Pass like games on Game Pass are not free. Like and they're not gonna pay themselves, right? It's like ten bucks a month. It's like it's I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah. I, yeah, I I'm with you. I don't. I don't think that's a that's a right that's a right move right there because you can still sell this game. People are still gonna buy it. Like it doesn't oh. matter if it's game on Game Pass or not. People are still gonna buy Call of Duty. It's like why why are you doing this? Like like there's a like someone tells me something like like if I would be like Satya right and Phil comes back and tells me that I was like why would you do that? Like, why would you do that, dude? It's totally. like it's selling fine. You don't have to, right? And I know, like, he wants to like s strengthen the service and make it more appealing, so more people sign up. Um, it, I, I, I was listening to a few a few podcasts last week after the announcement when they said that they have thirty four million uh, Xbox or or, or uh, Game Pass subscribers, right? Um. I heard that what they did is inflate the number because they folded in the, did you know how the Xbox Live, how they renamed it to yes. Game Pass Core? They folded those guys into Game Pass, into that number. No way. And that was about like 12 million people. Sheesh. Yeah. So so if you're, you're talking about 34 million subscribers for Game Pass slash Xbox Live, it's, it's not a lot. No, not considering all. how many people have PCs, like right, like when you're talking like like the Asian market, and then you know if you don't if you if you're a gamer if you don't have a console you have a PC and you don't have Game oh. Pass still right and even even with Xbox is Game Pass on Xbox One because I'm so. I'm, I'm sure that there's people still on Xbox One right I'm I think it still is so let me check right now yep yeah, me too yes I think it is. Uh, Game Pass subscriptions are available, yeah. Yeah. Well, Game Pass is available. Xbox Series X, X, Xbox One, PC, and your mobile device. Yeah. So. How are they? How are they at thirty-four million, man? That's weird. Oh, I know. It's a weird. It's a, it's a weird number, right? For sure. Um, and and now and then Phil comes out and says it's like, oh, we're committed to physical media. But then you're releasing a console with no disc, like like dude, you're taking away the disc. Like, what are you doing? Like, I totally, I doubt it, man. That's like, like like again, 
like since since we all know like like the like we know that the man behind the curtain now is like it's not it's not this gaming superhero as uh you know a lot of the community made him to be yeah um like that that is a he that like he said that is a very political thing to say because he said it and he doesn't even believe it himself like that's like yeah. politicians do is like they would say it they don't even believe it and that's a the you know he did the same thing i don't think like dude if if you ask he's not on board on that there's no money to be made there like there's more money just to go all digital cut the middleman problem is that they're going to be affecting a whole industry right the retail and you know unless unless they they really care about retail partners but i mean from what i've seen right they don't like best Buy taking out games walmart the xbox sections like empty they're like I don't, I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. It's there. There's, I, I think there's a lot that they're not saying. I think, I think there's alarms that rang at some point at Xbox oh, totally. and, and we're just seeing what their reaction is. It's like, Oh, the alarm went off. What do we do? And, and that's what we're seeing now. So, right. Um, yeah, it's going to be like the next year for Xbox is going to be really interesting. Um, for considering sure. again that um, rumors for uh, PS5 Pro are ramping up for this year, uh, Switch 2 allegedly delayed until next year. Uh, why? Yeah. Why will you do that? Right. Um, and then I guess there was a correction from uh, some of the, the what Sarah Bond said in, uh, in the event last week that. They're not well they what they're calling next gen is actually a mid gen refresh. So it's basically a mid gen refresh that's gonna be like like crazy to like better than what they have now. So it's still yeah. gonna be an Xbox series device, but but it's like it's gonna be like way better. But I don't know, man. I don't I don't it's weird. It's weird with PlayStation 2, but these guys are are you know Again, Totoki came out with a paper, read it, and left, and that's it. <clears throat> These guys are just all these reactionary things that they're doing. I don't know. It's just it's strange, but we'll see. Um, and last bit of news that I have here, sir. We finally have the first look for Elden Ring, Shadow of the Earth Tree. And let me tell you something, Joe. If you play an Elden Ring and watch this trailer, you're probably really excited. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played Elden Ring yet. I know that's only one of the biggest games of like the last four years. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I never played it, dude. Yep. Uh, June 21st. So I'm glad it, it's later during the year. Um, yeah, man, this looks nuts, and I, I'm I'm very excited. I'm very excited. After I put in, uh, you know, all those hours, I, I don't even remember how many hours I put in on that game. So, uh, I think like 120, maybe. Um, yeah, this game, this game is insane. This game is nuts. Like, and uh, and it looks like it's gonna be it's gonna be getting crazier with uh, with the DLC. So, uh, I'm wow. really excited. I'm sure you watched the trailer, but yeah, um, you know, very very cool stuff. I'm I'm hyped. Uh, a lot of people are. Um, I was watching the the reveal. I was watching the reveal live. There were like three hundred and forty thousand people watching it live. 
No way. Yeah, on the on their YouTube channel. There's still that much love for it. Yeah, like, yeah. Huge. It's crazy. I I've seen, a fad. I've seen I've seen thousand hour playthroughs out there. Jeez. Yeah, man. It's it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, this game this game is it's it really is a time sink because <laughs> you gotta this is yeah, you truly gotta commit. Like this is a game like this and, and uh, uh Tears of the Kingdom. Like you gotta Yeah. Those are the, the kind of games that you gotta go and approach you gotta commit. Like right. to, to get what these games are, are are really are and, and you gotta you gotta be committed to the time sink and you know, do the hundred hours at least because it's for sure. It's, it's a lot. Um but yeah, I'm, I'm very I'm very excited, man. I'm super hyped. Um reviews for Final Fantasy dropped today and I'm oh, oh Joe is I think it's at 93 on on Metacritic right now. Let me check. Yes, still 93 at Metacritic. So comes out next week. So hyped. Oh, I'm boy. really excited. I was like, I, I haven't even played the demo because I don't want to play. I was like, I and I like I wanted to, but I, I just want to. I just want to go a in. pure experience, right, like everything. Right. Yeah, I want to go in there, man. So I'm uh, very much looking forward to it. So that's it, man. Unless you have anything else. Yeah, that's day. all I got too. Uh, glad that we're back. Uh, looking forward to a lot more great content coming this year. Make sure you stay tuned, stay subscribed to No Load Time. We are on podcast platforms of your choice. Think SoundCloud, Amazon Music, uh, Spotify. We're out there. Subscribe to us on those podcast platforms. Also, write reviews on there if you could too. That would really help us out. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel where you're watching the video versions. Like those videos, drop us comments. We'd love to hear and interact with each of you. We really appreciate the support. Additionally, we'd like you to follow us on social media at No Load Time. That's at No Load Time. Uh, Facebook threads, Instagram, TikTok, X. We're out there. Follow us. You also can follow us on Twitch, No Load Time. That's No Load Time altogether on Twitch. Maybe one day we'll be streaming uh, the Battlefront Classics. <laughs> right. For the multiplayer. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but follow us on Twitch there, No Load Time altogether. And last but not least, if you have a question, comment, feedback, send us an email, noloadtime at gmail.com. That's noloadtime at gmail.com. Maybe just maybe what you even send us, we'll talk about on a future episode. Thank you all so much for sticking with us, and we'll be with you next time. Thank you, guys. Stay safe. We'll see you again next time.